still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Making a poo sandwich for somebody mm. and then getting them to smear it all over their face when they're finished. I've got one of those booked for next month. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Coming up all the way from the Isle of Wight just to eat my poo. There you go. That's oh. my... <laughs> What's wrong with that horror? What's wrong with me? I found it and watched the whole goddamn show. It's called The Honesty Box. If you're interested, you can Google search a 70-year-old escort and her honesty box. And she reaches into the box and answers questions. Uh, I don't know who's asking these, but... I don't want to hear about a 70-year-old in her box. Uh, Here's another good one here. Listen to this one. They'll like this. Problem at all? Oh, yes, that reminds me of a client I saw. Where he wanted to meet me in this hotel, but he wanted me to fill a large bottle with my pee, which was probably over three days' supply. It was a big bottle, you know. And so I took it with me, and then we were to take it into the travel lodge restaurant where we were, and he had it behind the menu, and he was to drink it whilst we were having our meal. Oh. Hmm. That was interesting. The first time I'd ever had anything to do with water sports and urine, etc. And then he drank it when we went back to the hotel room. Hmm. Whilst he was dressed up as a maid. Hmm. <laughs> What's going on out there? <laughs> it's like, where, where does that She likes start? the, uh, yeah, she said that, uh, well, that's another thing. Is that thing. a, is that a generational that. thing? No. It's not generational to drink urine. That isn't like, that. Ah, back and dress like day. a maid? My yeah. grandpa used to always drink a piss. I, that's a freak. They're, generationally, we've got freaks for every year that's been a planet. That is not generational. Like the World War II greatest generation also didn't like dressing. My father meat. did it. My father's father <laughs> did it. Drinking piss. You kids don't respect tradition anymore. Now drink your urine like Grandpa made. Uh, then she gets into a thing. She goes, uh, some, somebody says, why do you think someone would want, um, and this is when she's really wrong. She says, why, why do you think someone would want a granny? And she said, well, polite, nice, sweet, very kind. And she goes, and probably had some fond memories of Grandma's house when you were a kid and Deep down inside, you wanted to know what was up her knickers. <laughs> like, oh, God. No, I never did want to know that. Generational. It is not generational. <laughs> no one of any generation is like, look up your grandma's shirt like granddad used to. <laughs> What's wrong with these kids today not wanting to see their granny's nooch? 
She's a polite, nice old lady now. Look up her skirt, find out what's what's to do up there at age 70. <laughs> Come on. Yesterday we were at Tactical Black and uh, I was telling Jay Ackerman about his about uh, Bus, my dog, and how he's got a little separation anxiety. And I'm not helping. I'm making him, like, he's glued to me and I'm kind of digging on it. You're and, enabling. Well, I'm not helping him. When he's in the cage and he goes crazy, I, and if I leave, that's fine because I keep him in his kennel. But when I'm home, he wants to be by me, and I'm allowing it. And all the other dogs are cool with it, too. So we're, we're going through a good time here with Bus. So uh, I was telling him, and uh, Jay and his wife Joy have a dog they recently got. And then Jay said the worst, unintentionally said the worst thing in the world to me. He goes, well, we got a little separation anxiety with Cody as well. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he goes, yeah, but I mean, if your mom brushed your teeth every night naked, wouldn't you? I'm like, good God, no. I'd run for the hills. And that's, he goes, well, you know what I mean. And you're like, good, No. You're attracted to that. <laughs> like, yes, not my mother nude brushing my teeth doesn't make me closer to her. <laughs> I didn't mean it that ah, way. Thanks for making me picture it. Why is this happening? But evidently, you know, the Ackermans, I don't know their private lives. They're decent people, I assume. They can do whatever they want in their own home. But they brush Cody's teeth at night. And usually it's probably right around shower. I mean, I took a shower with Bus yesterday. He popped in there, and I'm like, oh, well. then I gave him a bath too. But then there's a moment that dawns on you, like you're totally nude with your dog, and it's kind of, and both of you are soaking wet. Like this is weird. It's not sexual. It's just odd. But yeah, no. If my mother tried to brush my teeth naked, it would be like the scene in The Shining, only with a toothbrush. I don't see my mom like that, so no. If my mom brushed my teeth naked, that would not be a quality thing. Not at all. Uh, this lady's kind of like a, a Robin Williams character to me, though. I can't get enough of her. Sex has to be penetration. For me, that's not the case. Sex can be a... Yeah, that's a B. And I did give a... Today. Oh, her mouth is um, filthy. Got a burn. Nice friend do I call Mr. Stiffy, because from the moment he walks in the door, he's... <laughs> until he leaves, or until he shot his load. Nothing better than hearing a grandma say that. It's in exchange. <laughs> for, but he doesn't last very long, bless him. Okay, so I don't have to suck very long before he should. Oh, I'm getting nauseous. Oh, man. Why are you nauseous? Whoa. It's beautiful. No, You're no, getting no. to that age, buddy. you got to stop that, Freddie. You're just a few years away from that being sexy to you. Age appropriate. <laughs> It's still great. I hope you're right. I don't no, see it you never right will. now. You never will. No man does. In fact, I also, uh, on the heels of this yesterday, uh, odd tie-in, saw that uh, it's like a 70% rise. That's humongous. Uh, internet dating of girls extending their age range. range and getting rid of the young. So girls in their 20s are like, no more of these idiots. I want some security. I do, I, here's the thing about the generation TikTok. The ones that aren't hot enough to make money on TikTok or OnlyFans kind of know. So they're like, all right, I'll doll it up. I may not be able to get an audience of people for this, but I can get one. And so they're going on these websites now at age 20, 22, and feeding off a 60-year-old dude who will give them the life. Now, they're not going to cash in on the divorce if the 60-year-old guy's smart enough. You know, if he's smart enough, he's going to keep paperwork in place to be like, look, you're gonna, while we're together, you're going to have a great time. I'll give you some parting gifts, but you're not getting half of it. You, you weren't even alive yeah. when this started. To be fair. So these, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be fair. You'll get a Cadillac and 20 grand. 
and off you go. But, uh, yeah, so the age, their age gap relationship in 2024 is expected to be online dating 13 years minimum. Right now it's four. It's supposed to jump by this time next year to 13-year gaps being the norm, which means 20 is pretty common as well. And there's a few who still want to date age appropriate, but not many. These chicks want it now. They want now. They want a guy who's established himself and is all done with the games and they, you know, trying to figure out if he's going to have a good job or not. He is. So these, these recent second time divorced guy, maybe third time divorced guy, it's got some money in his pocket and uh, is looking for, you know, maybe retiring. He's going to take care of it. He's getting out of the business. He's getting out of whatever. And all he's going to do is travel around the world. She wants to go with. You want to travel, ladies? <laughs> you want to go with? And they're like, why would I dick around with Aiden, Hayden, Caden, and Jaden? Yeah. They're still trying to, you know, oh, dude, I only got 14 bucks. I can't even get. All right, I'm leaving. I'm, I look good enough to score this. So internet dating is now going to be, uh, you know, and this again stems from the no dad in the house for the last 30 years. Girls are like, all right, I got father, daddy issues. I can handle visiting an old man every couple weeks. I've been doing it since I was nine. And like OJ was saying yesterday, a lot of them. Granddaddy issues. Yeah, daddy and granddaddy issues. Well, OJ can give them quite a life. He doesn't work. He plays all day. I mean, I'd do it. If I was a 22-year-old pretty good-looking girl, why am I hanging out with Hayden at Applebee's while he breaks out the two for Tuesdays when I could just be, you know... In some, you know, country club or resort or on a boat or doing whatever with some guy that's already done all that. Especially if you also um, don't really want, I don't want to have kids. Right. Well, at least now, he's only going to live for, it ain't lasting. Everybody knows it ain't going to last more than five to ten years max. They had one couple on this thing, a 42-year gap. He met her, he was 65 and she was 23. And he's like, and people laughed. He says, here we are seven years later, happy as ever. And she's taking care of me. She likes it. And then they showed her, and she's Filipino. Which she's got that nursing gene, so of course she kind of likes that. All Filipinos end up somehow, some way, in a nursing capacity. Ah, puck! You make crap again! I clean it. <laughs> but yeah, so they said that Bumble released its trend predictions for the year ahead. And uh, said inside 25,000 singles, it said, uh, including uh, being open to older dating. And singles rejecting the constant strive for perfection. So they're no longer looking for, like, the guy that turns them on immediately by sight. They're like, I want a guy who is established and no more silly games, not going to screw around, like, saying, you know, got to get my, you know, so mad and just be smarter and think about a career. It's like, all right, I got I'm fine. Wait for my band to get signed. Right, my band's going to get signed, so I'm just going to stay at Subway till that inevitability happens. We're in Playdio next week. We're going to win that. My parents' house is your house. Right. <laughs> At least the basement. Don't go upstairs because my mom's peeking these barks and she'll know you're here. Yeah, it used to be kind of a rule of thumb that it was about six or seven years. But now uh, they're looking at the average 21-year-old looking for someone 35 and over. And the average 21-year-old on a dating site has already quit. On bars and goofing around. And I don't blame I don't, I don't blame women. That sucks. That would suck as a girl. Sometimes you just want to go out and hang out with people and you, you get knob central starts bugging you the whole time. And, you know, you got the option of just going online and finding a dude like 
I wonder if, if that's, that's changed. What do you mean? That as much as, uh, you know, because it bars doesn't seem like they're, it's got to be the, the same. They don't Going go. out as much. They don't go. They go out a lot more. Talk to someone who owns a bar. Yeah. They don't go anymore. It's not young people that go to bars. It's us. Look around a bar. Whenever Brett and I have gone to a bar, you look around a bar. It's people in their 40s and 30s and 40s, and they're kind of already. It's not like 20-year-old. Like, there's a few in Scottsdale, but those are dance clubs. Those are a little different. Oh, they're all, you know, I mean, everybody's just staying at home now and just, yeah. you know. And going online. Online, yeah. But if you're 55, a, a guy I know in my neighborhood, it's probably in his late 40s, going through a divorce. He's got some money. And uh, he's like, yeah. This girl I met, I'm like, where'd you meet her? And she, ah, she's a friend of mine's friend's daughter. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's like 24. I'm like, oh, she likes me because I can take her places and she does things I need. And then he, he he's he acts ashamed of it. He's like, it's you know what I'm doing. I basically told me, you know what I'm up to, right? Yeah, you're paying for sex in a really odd way. Eh, pretty much. Like you buy her things that that some guy her age can't. Take her places that some guy her age can't. And she gives you uh, a sex drive you couldn't imagine because your ex-wife took it away from you for years and years. <laughs> We're adults now. We don't do that garbage. Okay. Is that all I am to you? Kind of. Yeah, pretty much. Sort of. A lot of the times, yeah. That's kind of the deal we made. Back. All right, never mind. And they start yelling at you about sex and start acting like it's a chore. And then, uh, you know, they divorce you. Next thing you know, there's some girl there's like, will you take me to Palm Springs for the weekend? Sure. What do I get? All of it. All right. We're going to Palm Springs yeah. now. We're heading over. You don't even have to discuss that. It just happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. But, I mean, if there was some sort of verbal inter- exchange, that would be it. I'll give you sex like you can't even imagine for hours on end. All right. Do I have to talk to you? Not, I don't care. I'll be on my phone the whole time. This is this is <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> We don't enter. We don't ever chat. No, not really. Oh, oh, oh. me and my ex-wife didn't talk, and she got mad about it. You don't want to. No, not really. I don't care for talking. Oh, oh, oh. I'm just gonna drive you over to have a steak, and then we're gonna get a all night. Yeah. Oh my god. We need to play Minecraft. What is that? Minecraft's old. I don't care. This is amazing. But After yeah. a while, so much you can't even keep up. There's like, I wish that's all you ever wanted. <laughs> keep up. Right. And then Scott Haynes points out, remember your study a few weeks ago, as long as everyone's over five foot five. Yeah, that's true, Scott. I'm sorry that hits you hard, but you have to be a rich adult over five five. Otherwise, no. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, all you five five and under guys. It's. You're going to have, you know how rich you have to be. I mean, Dudley Moore rich. Yeah, it takes money to get taller. Yeah. Michael J. Fox, 5'3 and shaky, and he's got a chicken. Sully from Godsmack. Sully from God. He's still like 5'6. I think he, no, you don't think so? No way. Maybe in the boots. Yeah. (laughs) He wears those big boots. Yeah, that guy's a midget. He is small. I don't think you can say that anymore. (laughs) What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are they going to kick my ass? (laughs) Uh, Bring it on, Midge. Oh, I made a midget mad. What are you going to do about it, little guy? <laughs> oh, he's so cute. I'm going to kick your ass, buddy. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right. He's so cute. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a tiny little drink, and we're going to make this okay. It's hilarious. Anyway. 
Get something, something. Check out Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The other family that wanted bus, Jeremy, just emailed me and he said, Bussy, uh, being boy vagina, he said, John, we would have named that dog Woodson. And Woody, there'd be no confusion at all. It's true. This dog was doomed from the beginning. It's either Bussy or Woody. <laughs> Horrifying. Anyway, if you're a lady, and I've never understood why a woman ever wanted to dabble with someone her age doesn't make any sense to me at all uh, minimum 10 years or uh, uh, i say eight years seven or eight years you start dealing with that and then wait until you're in your late 20s and then start looking because none of those 20 year old kids are they might say you're going to end up with either daddy's money and then he's going to be a disaster just go get some guy who's been through the paces a couple of times is tired of the bull he's going to do whatever you want so long as you're doing your job he'll do his and that's basically how that's going to end. I'm going to play video games for a while now. I'm just going to sleep. You don't mind. You sleep a lot. Yeah, I'm old. I'm, of course I sleep. It's like 18 hours a day. I'm like a dog now. Okay, I'll be here when you wake up. That's what I'm counting on. This is awesome. <laughs> Where do we go tomorrow? Where do you want to go tomorrow? I don't know. I like San Francisco. We're going to San Francisco. Get your phone, kid, and your backpack with a cat on it. In your juice box. <laughs> Don't forget your juice box. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> Don't call me that. <laughs> That's something I've never understood. Are you a daddy guy? Do you like being called that? No. No, I've never It's gotten. creepy. Yeah, it's so weird. Brady, I'm not talking about Kirby. Of course you like that. Right. I'm like, it, like, it's never been a sexual thing to me. Like, a buddy of mine's uh, wife calls him that all the time, uh, like on Facebook and stuff. Uh, I'm like, oh, man, that's nasty. Uh, blech. It's awful. Daddy and Mama, the two worst. Uh, also, this is going on in society right now, and I can't get enough of it. This, this is what we need to C-SPAN to be. These two, this is uh, Mark Wayne Mullen, a senator from Oklahoma. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. He's talking to a team. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Now, that's a letter he read that the Teamster said about him. Yeah. Sounds fair. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You, you stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. No, hold, stop it. <laughs> and is that your solution every problem? No, no, sit down. No, Eric, sit down. Okay. No, no, you're Sanders. a United States senator. Sit down. Oh, okay, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Sanders. it. Hold it. Bernie Sanders is the rat. No, this I have the voice the reason. Yeah. This is hold what he it. said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> I loved it. That's great. That's going on, and we love it. This is exactly why we can't have good politicians anymore. We like this more than any result you could ever get. 
We want the MMA to break out every once in a while, watch the fight, and then shake our heads. What we don't want is two guys to go, You disagree. I disagree with you, you disagree with me. We want the anytime, any place, cowboy. <laughs> or you want this, anytime, this place, let's do this right here on the Senate floor. <laughs> and then the well-minding elderly Jewish man reminds everybody, we're supposed to have some sort of class. All right, everybody calm down. What's going on around here? No, no, no. No, 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 no. You can't talk either. No, knock it off. <laughs> Come uh, on, right any, now. If anybody's going right to kick now, someone's ass boy. over here, it's me. I will f*** you up three ways from Sunday. You want to go too? You have no f- idea the power in my punch. So all you cowboys can sit out because I'm the lead Indian. And I'm about to scalp some asses. <laughs> I'm Krav Maga trained, you know. You dumb mother. You have to understand, there's some decorum here. <laughs> that was my favorite thing, but then it made me realize, oh, this is why politics have gotten so off the rails terrible. We love this stuff. We would have never seen this outside of, like, Saturday Night Live, and it would have been weeks later. We might have heard about it. It's everywhere. The senator that was going to fight a teamster. Awesome. And we also know what would have happened. The last time a senator from a small state tried to fight the Teamsters, Lee Harvey Oswald knocked his head off 60 years ago. You don't fight those guys. It happens. But that was the slow burn back then. Kennedy would have been in that room. I uh, think you uh, should uh, stand up right now and be a maid. Take me on. And then they're like, sure, you might win this fight. But guess what? There's a dude in a window waiting on you in Dallas. We don't care about the fight. We care about the war. You don't mess with those dudes. That's Brett's people. They go hire some loser. They get him in a window at a bookstore, start pumping rounds. Or you just disappear, ask Jimmy. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> don't fight the Teamsters. He goes back and forth. Bernie remembers. You guys don't mess with these people. What's wrong with you? You have to sit down and shut up. Unbelievable. Make Last time I remember a senator getting up and getting up and he with the Teamsters, we cleaned his brains off of a Cadillac. He had to take his mittens off to beat the gavel. <laughs> That's enough. Hold on. My freezing hands now have to do work. God damn you guys. <laughs> All right. Secondly, I will put my foot up anybody's ass who pulls this whole cowboy act again. I'm a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Just talking about Bernie. <laughs> but Bernie Sanders is sitting there. He has to be thinking he's been at this for like 60 years. And he's considered the nutbag in Senate. He's considered the, the, far. the dude who's just floating around like so far out of the mix. And he is. He's a socialist. But when the socialist makes the most sense, there's something wrong with the others. I want everybody to get equal wages. I want everybody to have the exact same job. I want the, all of that to be dead even across the road. No rich people, uh, no poor people. And I seem to be making the most sense because you two jack-offs want to fight in the middle of Congress. So there we are sucking it up. Every news channel that's put this up has hundreds of thousands of views on it. I'm not helping because it is kind of awesome. And I do like that they did keep it classy at first when he said, uh, this is time, this is a place, you want to do this right here? I'd love to do this. Well, then get your butt <laughs> up. They edited. They didn't cuss because they knew, man, better not cuss. That would be too far. He goes, why don't you get your butt up? And then their butts both got up. All right, all right, all right, that's enough. What kind of circus are we running around here? But this is exactly why Carrie Macho Man Lake, 
these kind of yahoos and everything else are mucking up the system is because of people like me. I'm right there in it. Can't get enough of clicking and viewing that and then saying, that dude's a badass. He is not what you need. He, we don't need hotheads who want to fight people at congressional. Imagine if your lawyer didn't like what you were saying, like if you're on trial. Oh, you got a smart mouth there up on the stand telling me story. You want to go? Like, no, this needs to be a place where we discuss both sides, figure out a middle. C-SPAN supposed And sometimes to, they want to do that to press the buttons to make the person course. look even crazier. But C-SPAN is supposed to bore you to tears. Yeah. It's supposed to be boring. If fights start breaking out and the ratings go up, more MMA fighters and wrestlers are going to want to get into politics because that's how you get things done. No. When will we wise up? When will I, John, when will I wise up and stop thinking this is so cool? Because I still think it's cool as hell. I thought it was awesome. Well, and the other thing, I mean, what it happens and all of those, you know, when they throw down in the House of Parliament, yeah. every once in a while it explodes. The Their shoes throwing yeah. over yeah, there. The one the threw the shoe. That was a well, that was Iraq. That was an Iraq. Oh, was it? That, okay. was, that's and a, that was a journalist. When that was also, it? that's a huge sign of disrespect. In, yeah. For some reason, Iraq came up with the idea of chucking a shoe at somebody and uh, thinking that that's a huge sign of respect. They said... Uh, Nicholas makes a good point. He said, back in the day, somebody used to threaten another person in politics. They just dueled. It was a duel, yeah. Uh, that's great. There was a finish to it. I like that more than I like, you want to go? You want to go, cowboy? Then you roll around for a little bit. Bernie Sanders breaks it up and nothing got done. If there's a dead guy at the end, we're going with the living guy's idea. <laughs> we want to bring it back and be bad guys. Bring back the duel. All right, this calls for something very simple. You two want to fight? That's fine. But let's go forward in time a little bit. Think about this. Let's say you land a couple of good blows. You land. Now we've got a split decision. How did that just uh, accomplish anything around here? Here's a gun for you. Here's a gun for you. We're going back to my day. You're going to duel for it. And maybe the Teamsters win. Maybe the Senate wins. We'll see. On my count. Bernie. Head. Nine. Shoot. I would watch that if C-SPAN had duels. But if these hypocrites want to act like badasses, I'm into the duel. Bernie Lane. <laughs> Let's get it all. All right, you guys know the rules. No below the belt. Let's keep elbows away from the faces. No biting. Guns at all. Let's get it all. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. But it is idiocracy. It's the movie Idiocracy. It's happening right before our eyes. And we are guilty of participating way too much. I've watched that video of that dude about five times. Just because I like when some guy calls another guy cowboy in a kind of a crappy way. You want to go, cowboy? Like, that to me is, that's when dogs stare at each other and they start growling like, this is a go. Somebody better pull the leash because this is no good. You want to run one, cowboy? <laughs> I'd love to run one with you. Then get your butt up right here, mister. All right, brother, we're going to fight right here in the Senate. It's happening. But tell me how, as a citizen of the United States, tell me how as a human male with testosterone coursing through my veins at a level that only the summit male medical people can tell you is unbelievable. Scored a 720 on my natural testosterone. That's pretty good. Anyway, how am I supposed to yeah, not enjoy this? How am I supposed to see these videos of two dudes about to scrap and not love it? I'm a racist if I don't love that, because every time two black ladies in a McDonald's parking lot pull their weaves out, I send it to friends. 
I enjoy that kind of stuff. Now, if they start becoming senators, we got problems. I will bust out your weave, bitch. Listen, Teamster, bitch. Here's the time. Here's the place. Let's do this. All right, all right, all right, LaQuisha. <laughs> We've got to show some sort of decorum around here. Put your weave down. Put your baby down, too. God damn it. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> I would watch that for a month. Solid. More idiocracy proof. Oh, God. Is this real? Yep. Brady's handed me a thing that says, now, on Pluto TV, they've launched the 24-7 Car Chase channel. And, of course, to keep it simple, it's called Car Chase. Oh, well, there you go. It includes live feeds of real-time car chases, on-demand videos of chases from local news stations from around the country. Throwbacks, I'm sure, will be yeah, oh, yeah. like classic car chases. According to Pluto, the channel allows you to, quote, watch adrenaline-fueled car chases and high-speed drama 24-7, including live coverage of real-time chases. And it says, right, yeah, it's not exactly a hot take to know that America is turning into idiocracy, but at this rate... Two seasons maximum before is an actual ironic version of Ouch My Balls, because that was uh, on Idiocracy, too. Let's go to Macon, Georgia. Now, OP Live has a car chase, and I'm shoving popcorn in my mouth while it's going on. The pit maneuver is my favorite part of the show. And I've actually screamed at the TV, pit him now, pit him! Can't help it. I am part of Idiocracy. I have got to be the one that pulls myself back from this. You won't. I didn't know this. Somebody just emailed me. So I don't know if you knew this, but that senator that was going to fight is 5-0 and in MMA fights. <laughs> He's got an MMA background. I didn't know that. Oh, God. We elected an MMA fighter. Arm when wrestling it, is when, an option. When the words don't, uh, yeah. aren't working, let's settle it out on the floor. And then somebody managed to make it more political. Darren says, shove it, John. Somebody should have taken that gavel out of that homo F-word Bernie's hand and shoved it up his ass. All right, it's not about Bernie Sanders. You want to go? <laughs> I dare you to try to get your hands on my gavel and shove it in my ass. I dare you. Oh, the blood, the horror. King Herod would have less murder on his hands than me if you tried that. We can't make it so we hate Bernie's politics when you got two yahoos screaming and yelling they're going to fight on the Senate floor. Bernie was right. We're wrong for wanting Never more of Ber- I, I agree. I like, I like Bernie Sanders as a person. I think I'd hang yeah. out with him. When well, he starts talking about his ideas, I'm like, all right, old man, shut the f*** up. No, 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 no. You make too much money. No, there's no such thing. Of course there is. Let's just look for a nice cabin in your ne- neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah. Bernie, show Next me around lake, Vermont. Show me some lakes. Give me some syrup. Show me the foliage. That's beautiful trees. We have beautiful trees. I have a, a lovely log cabin over here. That's a sisu tree. That's a sisu tree. Be careful. Those things smell like a, an old uh, male prostitute's underpants. But yeah, don't we have some? Here's some other ideas. You make too much money. All right, shut the <laughs> too far. Oh, okay. We're going back to trees and views. I like vistas. Where are you from? I'm from Arizona. Oh, yeah. Arizona. They've got a border problem. We've got to let the Mexicans run free. Shut the f*** up. Yeah, there'd be more trees. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I get the it. logging. I understand. The logging is a problem. All right, shut up. Again, Bernie, shut the f*** up. Enjoy the syrup and the pancakes. We're having a good day. Sorry, sometimes I get out of hand and I start espousing uh, my Speaking political views. pancakes. Oh, anyway, yeah, the tax on pancakes got to f*** up. I can't help myself. 
Get something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Yes, Bernie drives me nuts, but he's right in this situation. You can't have senators challenging Teamsters to fist fights to solve our dilemmas. And we've got to stop watching it. So the key to this thing is they've got to stop taping it. They've got to stop taping it. We've got to stop knowing everything. It's all about ratings. It is. Clicks. Well, it is. It's clicks. And, and now this dude's on the news all day, Mark Wayne or whatever his name is. He's popular now. I didn't. I never. Nobody's heard of him outside of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Nobody knows him. And now he's like probably going to run for president just based on his name getting out there this much. That's that dude wanting to beat up the Teamster. I like him. He's one of them anti-union types. Should have thrown an elbow into Bernie Sanders' old ass. His head would blow up like a paper mache. I'd like that. It's just weird. So we have to calm down a little bit. And then the other thing when they. Other two senators, they're on the same team, are crying on news that one of them elbowed the other in the kidneys. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy evidently elbowed a dude in the kidneys. They're doing their press conferences in the rotunda, and when Kevin McCarthy walked by one of the guys who tried, he, who did successfully kick him out, evidently he did something. Look. Kidney jab? It's hard elbow to the kidney unless you're just throwing it backwards and down. And the guy's on TV like a uh, one of the it's just such a pussy. Just, oh, I got elbowed in the kidneys and it stunned me. I really hurt, and I think I might have to go to the doctor. It reminds me of when Jim Rich punched David Beering in my cul-de-sac, and we ended up getting called to the principal's office the next day. It's happened at like five at night. We're playing football in the cul-de-sac. David Beering was kind of the least athletic person of the bunch, and younger than us a little bit. And Jim Rich pushed him up against a wall and then punched him in the back. Not a cool move. Jim Rich was a little crazy. Still might be. Don't know. That's why we punched him in the back. David cries, runs to his house. We all kind of break up the football game. Well, this is over. And we go, and it's done. Next day, not John Holmberg, Mark Stevings, Jim Rich. Would you please come to Mr. Benitez's office? All right. What for? And there's David sobbing. In the pre- he went to the principal, but something happened at 5 o'clock. Man, he punched me in the back where I had a thorn from camp last summer. Like, oh, God, stop it. Take your punch in the back and go. He was the biggest kid out of all of us, too. He was like 6'1", fourth grade. Huge. Man, it's doing the little Mom said I had to call the principal. And we all just rolled our eyes. And then he left the room. And the, even Principal Benitez looked at us and said, I know you guys. I know. He's a little dramatic. Like, you punched him at 5 o'clock. Does that count? <laughs> Can't we punch each other after school? <laughs> no, it all kind of counts for school. I'm not so sure that's accurate. But all right, we'll go with it just to get it off your desk. We had to sign papers, but that's kind of what this whole thing is. You elbowed me in the kidney, and it hurt a lot. And he went on the news. He called Fox News. Will you guys put me on TV? Kevin McCarthy elbowed my kidneys. You don't get elbowed in the kidney. You might have punched in the kidney. You're giving me a knee. But guy's elbowing you in the kidney. He's a midget. Why would you throw an elbow to the kidney? You got a perfectly good, like, hook, right, you know, a little, little lower. I'm going to hit you in the kidney. I'm going to use my fist. Unless we're laying down and your back's turned, then I can elbow you in the kidney. It's a weird thing to do. We got we we got to stop caring, but we do. And I'm worst. I'm the worst one. John Bernie Bernie Sanders being the voice of reason may just be what finally convinces me that <laughs> we're actually at the end times. This is it. It's all over. You have to understand that I'm the only one making sense anymore. You make too much money. We're going to tax everybody at ninety seven percent. 
Everyone will have 3% of the wages. That means everyone gets 3% of what, and that's perfect. That's perfect. Unless you make over $1,000 a year, then you're getting it all taken away. You live in little houses we provide. That's the way it works. Here's some syrup. We all have tons of that in Vermont, and I will f- anybody up who touches my gavel. And, of course, your fee's built in, right? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm going, it's different for politicians. We're the ones making rules for you. We have all the gold. The gold. <laughs> the precious. Yeah, when Bernie said, when I, I, remember I watched that on the TV, and I was just like, Bernie Sanders is the one that... Uh, He's keeping it classy. He's the one who's keeping it together. And he's screaming, this is not how America works, which is his whole entire platform. His whole pla- this is not how America works. I'm like, you, you don't know. You've like gone against everything America does, and, but you're right. Not how this, not, not how this uh, process works. You're the senator. And it made me think, I think I like Bernie a little bit. And then he, I want to take all your money. All right, never mind. You're done. Shut the f- up, old man. Sanders and Biden. Now, C-SPAN wants to get me interested in the take-all super fight of the century. I don't need Logan Paul and his brother for this. Bernie and Joe. And Trump takes on the winner. Ah! If we're going down that road, it's going to be awfully hard to turn your head away. Where's the octagon inside a crypt? (laughs) Jesus. Could you imagine Trump's hair after first round? Oh, sweaty, shirtless Trump. Oh, but I guarantee you he'd be a... He'd be a problem immediately he's going to come out aggressive like he's going to look at joe biden and think well remember joe biden during the campaign a couple years love to meet him biden now like he was threatening like i'd love to yeah schoolyard fight yeah and it would have been like trump would tear him limb from limb i don't care how much of a biden supporter you are i have a feeling trump's a pussy against a real fight but if he sees that he can take a guy he's running toward him once that let's get it out that's that thing fight happens he's running across the octagon to tear joe apart because he knows there's when he knows he's going to win something he gets cocky and that would be a fun fight to watch and you know he might get stunned joe might have a cross check oh, it's a little hook up underneath gotcha bitch and just lays one out to an overly aggressive fighter with his hands down keeps walking to the wrong corner yeah, he, he, he would never clean rounds look his kamala would be shouting at him and he'd be I looking say rounds where are you at i see turn the lights on <laughs> Where is she? I just knocked the guy out. I'm gonna kick your ass. You just see him on the other side. I'm gonna bounce him. I'm gonna kick his ass. Just say go. Give me the go side. <laughs> and he runs across that octagon, and Joe just dips, throws a little uppercut, clocks his chin, turns his lights out. I won. I win. I won. This black lady behind me says, "I won. I'm gonna do everything I can to get you on the bus, baby." Oh, sorry, you're the vice president. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't expect it. I probably ran it a little hot. I want a rematch. <laughs> I would watch it. You would watch it. We'd all watch it. And that would be how we settled our problems. Duels and MMA cage matches. I would watch that. But I can't. Yeah, Trump's hair. It would be like Bill Murray and Kingpin yeah. at the end. Yeah, it would be just <laughs> flopping around. Bigger and McCracken style. <laughs> I just want to thank God for helping me out, although he did very little. I did most of the work myself. The Jim Gray interview. Oh, <laughs> piss everyone off. Yeah, Rogan and Gray are in there just to... Tell me what you were thinking there. I tell you what right now, Jim Gray. I'm the <laughs> baddest mother on the planet. We all know it. Who do you want next? I want anybody. Anybody who steps up. Anybody with the courage to get the ring with me. I'm all for it. Not Barack. He's black. They're good at it. <laughs> I want old men. And fast. I'll take Bernie. I'll drop Bernie like a bad habit. 
like a two-foot putt at Mar-a-Lago. He's going down. <laughs> That's what our politics has become, and I can't get enough of it. We have to stop. We have to be more interested in salacious nonsense that's on the Learning Channel. That's what South Park made that point years ago. That it dawned on, it dawned on them at a certain point that Honey Boo Boo, my 600-pound life, 90-day fiancé, were all on something called the Learning Channel. <laughs> they gave up on educational television. They gave up on learning. They kept the name, the audacity. And then they put my thousand pound sisters on and said, "This is part of the learning channel." My addictive life, yeah, and they, and, yeah, hoarders. Everybody's horrible lives. The learning channel. You're watching TLC now. Here's a fat kid with diabetes. My name's Honey Boo Boo. Like, oh my <laughs> God, this is learning, and it shows. But I'm guilty of it. I'm the worst. I am the worst. And then Leah, a good point says these people are representatives, a reflection of who we are as the populace. Not wrong. And that's exactly right. Miss Stevens, you make an excellent point. And you also make too much money. Everybody makes too much money. Everyone. If you have money, that's too much. I want to take that all away. But in the meantime, I'm the voice of reason. This is not how America works, he said. America doesn't work, I also say. So who knows? crazy what do you got on the big board of musical treats got lots of stuff uh of course it's brought to you by our buddies over at action ride shop the the winter is coming and it's gonna start snowing up there they're already blowing snow up at snowball so uh you got to get ready for it all the gear you're gonna need is at action ride shop boots binding skis whatever plus uh right now ten dollars off a full tune-up if you uh, mention kupd and that includes base grind edges sharpened and hot yeah. wax and also, the winter, you know, going up north isn't your thing. You can hit the trails around here. They got all the bikes ready for you. Oh. Pivot, Santa Cruz, Kona, you name it, they got it. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. By the way, Brady, speaking of kids on bikes, you'd have been really uncomfortable yesterday. I was sitting on my front fence uh, with bus in the front yard, and I have uh, my Christmas stuff's up. And there's a big sign on one side that says Merry Christmas and a big sign on the other that, that says Happy Holidays. And I'm not lighting them up. Till after Thanksgiving, because I'm a decent American. Yeah. And this kid comes riding his bike by. Hey, mister. How you doing? Having some trouble getting those lights on? No. Oh, I've noticed that they haven't come on at night the last few nights. Because it's not, and I accidentally said, because it's not even Thanksgiving yet. I mean, it's not Thanksgiving yet, kid. Sorry. Yeah, I can't believe next week I'm already off. So's, you need some help with those lights? Like, no, they work just fine. Could you pop them on for me? No. What? Yeah, he wanted to see him because the signs are coming. You're he, lying, calling you out? Yeah, he's calling me out. Could you, he just was it's like this sweet like 1950s kid on a bike. Could you could you pop those on for me? And I why don't you just go home, young man? What? Just go on. Get out of here. Keep riding, baby. Huh? Off you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that was awesome. Told the kid to go off in Did he certain have a sash terms. with all his merit badges no, on it? he was one of those, but he, he didn't want to help me. He just wanted to see the lights on. Yeah. And he was trying to be all shucks, all golly, Opie Taylor. And I'm like, just just get the f*** out of here, you weirdo. Lights will come on when they come on. Can't believe I already got next week off. Yeah, okay. Get. She sent the dogs what out. What are you doing? Chopper well, balls. That was a problem with Bus. He likes to, everybody. I'm like, ah, I can't even sick Bussy on his prepubescent nutsack. Why don't you just, just go away? 
If I gave you five dollars, would you ride away and never come back? Huh? Stupid kid, too. Huh? To everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to turn them on. It's not even <laughs> Thanksgiving. Huh? What, what's wrong with you? Go away. <laughs> if you need some help. Uh. And he actually said so's. Like he's from a Dennis the Menace cartoon. So's, if you need any help, get, get the f*** out of here. Go do something else. Why are you outside? You're a kid in 2023. Shouldn't you be glued to a screen? I'm out, I'm out riding my bike looking at neighbor's lights. You f- nutbag. Here's my iPad. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> here if I buy you an iPad, will, will that promise be sealed that you'll never show your face again? Huh? You idiot. Go right away. My mom says that you never turn your lights on. Yeah, she's right, because it's, it's f- November 14th. I can't believe you didn't challenge him. Let's go right yeah. now. Hey, Cowboys, this is the time. This is the place. <laughs> huh? All right, all right. We don't beat up kids. Who's that? <laughs> is that your grandpa? Yeah, kind of. Anyway, why don't you get the f*** out of here? Why is he wearing mittens? It was the first time in my 50s, which I'm relatively new to, that I kicked a kid out of my cul-de-sac. And it won't be the last. It was awesome. You'd have invited him in for... Big bags of M&M's and full-size Snickers. And- <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, if that was from Halloween, we're going to adopt him. Not me. Why don't you just take your questions for something else? Get out of here. Huh? <laughs> that noise was in my head for like an hour. Huh? Stop it. The kids infiltrated. It's like body snatchers. Uh, he put a plant in my head. And it made me think of you because I got this from Rochelle. She says, for Pladio happy endings and dirt turkeys, it looks like Brady's people are migrating to my Gilbertian neighborhood. And here we go. Uh, it is a thing for the Seville community. Neighbors, free up your oven this year and let our youth cook your turkey. It comes out perfect every time. <laughs> Incorrect. If perfect is covered in blood, save your spot now. Turkey pits in Gilbert. The kids are digging pits and throwing Where'd turkeys in. Where do I get in, in on yeah, this? Exactly. When will you learn your lesson? <laughs> this is a dangerous practice of earth cooking with white people. If Indians drop this off, we will cook in a cask we put deep in the earth. Maybe. Still probably going to taste too much like corn husks for my liking. No white kid knows how to cook in the earth. None of you. None. Zero. Same as I always say about Native Americans. Y'all never made it rain. Knock it off. Quit with the lie. You're, you're goofing on everybody. White kids in Gilbert, you don't know how to pit cook. You're stealing. That's, that's appropriation. You can dig a hole. That's fine. You're going to need that for your wife when you're about 43. I watch Dateline. I know what happens to most rich white kids' wives. Now, the Bloomfields had a pretty good record, John. One bad one is a bad record. Yeah. And they yeah, had a year, year. where year. you... And Toledo both ate blood turkeys. Ah. <laughs> they chopped it open, and the thing was pink like Barbie. They had to put it back in the oven. Yeah, you didn't, they didn't cook it. That's why. Miss something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Homework's Morning Sickness. White kids with holes in their backyards can't cook. Would you want them to cook at home? I'm 17. I got a couple projects. I'd love to make your Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Go f- yourself, Trevor. You get your crazy? money back on that? Oh, he no, would I never did. ask for his money back. I would have. Could have. Doesn't matter. Could have. He didn't because he's. he's I put like, it back in the oven. It was delicious. Those kids. How long do you? Because cook guess it for? what? Uh, half hour. All cooked turkeys delicious. 
course no, it was delicious. It's not. Yes, it is. The pit turkey is it's, it's good raw. Turkey. You don't know. You put it in the oven. Smoked turkey. You, good you turkey. go f- yourself. That's true. If it's done by an Indian, a black, or an old man, deep fried. Good. Yeah. Fine. You're not talking about the same thing. We got you off on a tangent of thinking about food. You don't think... it. Good. No. 17-year-old kids dropping off flyers on your windshield saying, let me dig a hole and cook your Thanksgiving meal is a nightmare. No. No. It should be illegal is what it should be. You're not even allowed to cook in a restaurant when you're 18. Until you're 18. You can't. So 17-year-olds digging holes and making food in the backyard and then toting it over to your house. Ask Toledo. He cut into it. It was blood red. You did the same thing. Let's just stuff it in the oven and act like this never happened. And you did. The majority of humanity would be like, ah, oh, God damn it. I let 17-year-olds dig holes and start fires, and I thought that was a good idea for Thanksgiving. Of course it's a bad idea. I'm 17. I'd like to make your dinner tonight. What do you think? Okay, what are we having? Probably ramen, because that's what, or cereal. <laughs> no, I'm actually a really, I'm a, I'm a, Pretty established chef. Got a bowl of cocoa puffs. You've seen Junior Master Chef. Yeah, I have, and it's awful. (laughs) Your thirty-minute timeline is way off. We had to put ours back in for almost three hours. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was completely uncooked. Exactly, a turkey in earth. That just got pulled out of Earth like a potato and handed to the Toledo family. They didn't put enough fire on it. That'll be $60, Mr. Toledo. And I think it froze (laughs) that night. Of course. (laughs) Did we have a little issue with our product this year, sir? Let me borrow my dad's car and we can discuss this. No. Worse than that, I had no point of contact. He's my point of contact. Oh, for Christ. So you're getting the... Yeah, so I'm not hey, going to yell. I checked this? the turkeys. I'm like, oh, this one's way under I'll right. give that to Toledo. Bottom line was, yeah, you tried to kill Toledo. That's... <laughs> yeah. all right. You're no different than that guy that kicked a dude <laughs> in that hockey Simonella. game. <laughs> yeah. I'll kill Toledo with this one. Were you and Eric making turkeys that year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teamed up. <laughs> hey, bro. I think we can kill Toledo with a bad turkey. He'll eat it. I'm in. Now, Brady is... Far too forgiving and kind to the neighborhood kids. But I'll tell you this. I guarantee if a couple Mexican kids, 14, 15 years old, say, what's up, f***er? We want to make you a turkey. And we're digging holes. No, thanks there, Guadalupe. Hey, that's all right. (laughs) My turkeys only go through Trevor's, Hayden's, and Braden's. Blonde haired blue eye. I don't like the look of this. Thanks for trying. You can dig the hole. I know that'll happen faster. Aryan turkeys over there. Or yeah. what? Oh, it is Aryan. <laughs> 100%. There's never been a truer sentence than Brady will only eat an Aryan turkey. If there's a blonde Jesus on the wall, look <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah. He will let them. Oh he will let a 17-year-old make him dinner. Never in the history of 17-year-olds do you want them. I remember my dad, I was making a hamburger. I was 17, and I used to, I make a rare burger, and I'm making these Thick, juicy burgers. My dad comes home and he goes, where's your mother? Because my dad's first two words coming in the door was, what's for sup and where's your mother? But in this case, he recognized if I'm cooking, what's for sup's out. Where's your mother? That was his, like super concerned that she had left. And I think that was on his mind every day. And eventually it happened. <laughs> where's your mother? Is she still? Oh, whew, got away with another day. <laughs> he came home. He sees me. Where's your mother? And I'm like, oh, she's doing something with Dana, uh, making burgers. You want one? Yeah. You're going to make that burger? Is your mother coming home soon? Like, I got it. It's a burger. How hard can you make He's probably thinking to himself, hey, he's 17, make a burger. Smash this giant thing together, pour barbecue sauce and put it in there. And I make the burger the way I like it. 
Rare. <laughs> Put the buns on there, pop it on a plate, hand it over to Dan, steaming. Looks great from the outside, but when you bite in, there's like, the cows don't make a noise. <laughs> he takes this stuff, grabs a drink, goes down to the, because we never ate at a table, we're American, so we put it down at the thing, turns the TV on, and the next thing I hear is, Jesus, mother, oh, God, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Just spitting all of unnecessary dramatics of like, like, you only took one bite, there's not that much, he's spitting up lunch. Jesus, where's your mother? I'm like, oh, we've answered that already. <laughs> <laughs> Spitting this burger. Oh, God. Oh. <sighs> this is, and he threw the whole burger out. Like, I couldn't even put it back on for him. I'm a mess. What happened? I thought we loved each other. We were family. That was horrible. Oh. I'm like, do you want to get a pizza or something? I said, oh, I'll never eat again. Oh, why did I trust you? Where's your mother? Where's your goddamn mother? Please get her. You're not my boy. Call your mother. Find her. Get on your bike. Find her. Where did that go wrong? And he did one bite, and it was, a, but he was right. Because I'm 17. I was stupid making a rare burger for a guy without asking. You don't think. You just do what you like. Digging holes in backyards for 17-year-olds and stuffing food that is Really, really not easy to cook. If you do it wrong, you make a lot of people ill. I'd love to make dinner for you and your family and raise money for the Mormon Tabernacle Dickhead Club. How big was that pit? They had they had 50 birds in Thank there you, at least. 200. Yeah. yeah. Not 200 worth birds. 225 yeah. you know birds. I noticed a lot of for sale signs in the neighborhood the next year because of all the death. <laughs> Don't do it. Hopkins had a field day. Hopkins just went. It's like Vietnam over there. There's people wandering around. 200 birds at 25 bucks a pull. We're raking it in, bro. And I don't even think they care if we cook them. Brady didn't even. I gave him a raw one. He made it himself and then still gives us props, bro. So did you have to supply the turkeys too then? Or yeah, you drop the turkey off? Yeah. And then they put it in yeah, the ground? You buy the turkey and then you, you pay, pay 25 bucks for somebody to cook your turkey. Yep. Yeah. And they probably kicked it around like Ted Williams' head for the, a half hour. The one hour thing I will say, the back. year before, it was spot on. Yeah. It was awesome, which is why I went I back for the second year. F- don't trust 17-year-old boys. And now I know. Now I know cooking. you're right. The, I'm 50-50. The, the f- <laughs> state government doesn't trust them to make burgers. They have to work the fryer for a while. When you're 18 or 19, then you can move over to the actual cooking part. Well, now they don't even have to cook. That's right, Brady. There's a reason why, because things were going so wrong. John, let me inform you on this, because you're forgetting to mention the three things teen kids do on a constant basis. Jerk off. One, scratch their balls. (laughs) Two. Two, scratch their ass. (laughs) Three, they don't wash their hands. Ever. And then to add in your fourth, they jerk off Blaine Gilbert, they're always... No, they're not always clean. They just look clean. Just like the turkey looked cooked. Just like the burger had a char on the outside. They seem human, but they're not. They're not done yet. Just like that rare burger I gave my dad. You do not trust them to cook salmonella-based product. And it isn't cute, Gilbert. It isn't cute. You're trying to kill an entire community. And then say, well, they're just kids trying. Pit turkeys. You know, it's, it's, they're just a, they're really, they're, they're entrepreneurial. I don't know why you're stepping on their dreams. They're taking 25 bucks from the neighbors because you, they know that Mormons hate saying no. Mormons and Brady, who might as well be one. What's this Bra- kid's name? Jim Jones? Pretty much. <laughs> might as well. Jim Jones had, a, a, you know, he was more tactful at least. <laughs> Jim Jones at least gave you something in return. 
don't do not. I might I might start a petition. Do not let seventeen year old kids cook your Thanksgiving dinner. Don't think of it. The last seventeen year old you met, would you let him work your kitchen? Ever? He's a liability. I wouldn't let a seventeen year old near the grill. I'm going to get sued. If Toledo's kid came over right now and goes, I'd like to fire up a couple of steaks. No, not at my house. Go to the park. Sue the city when you burn your face. <laughs> valid points, John. Valid All valid points. points. And don't you dare bring up turkey is good because, of course, it is. God damn it. That's why adults cook it. You realize he's offended every time you bring up this, yeah. this conversation. Because it only no, happened I, I, once. You know, it was a learning curve. I had three good years and the last one was a bad one. You know what, Brady? Nicole and I had a few good years. So you're right. It only happened once. One, one I'm just saying. I, look, I like to look at the good years. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You're going back That's right. this year, aren't you? No. Yeah. no we'll let's wheel, let's wheel in a guy about it. Uh, it only happened yeah. once. The ATV was really cool up until that day. Idiot. Dale Earnhardt won some races, but it only happened once. Was the no, end? No, they sold. They oh, sold okay. their place. They oh, had to. Yeah, they were forced no. out. They were forced <laughs> out. All the lawsuits made it so they needed money. Seventeen-year-olds cooking your meal? No, is the answer. And they put out cute little flyers. It's the Pratt Brothers Christmas. Not interested in any of this stuff. Hopefully, they do a test firing in oh. the Gilbert neighborhood this year. And they dig holes in the. And that's how accommodating these goddamn Mormon parents are. Is you can tear up my backyard to cook. It was because it's that county island that's right by you, right? It was where that it was where it's the not one in was. a HOA. Yeah, it's the horse properties. They little, five I'll huge say, county island. We rings. can do what we want. I'll dig holes it. everywhere. You little pieces of shit, knock it off. <laughs> no one wants your no. We want to make a good turkey. Shut up! Everyone makes a good turkey. Turkey's good. If I wanted to bury it in my backyard and cook it that way, that's up to me. But no seventeen-year-old is going to cook my dinner ever. You go to Steak 44. What do they have back there? A bunch of juniors? High school? <laughs> what do you get? A rare filet mignon? Okay. <laughs> idiots. They're idiots. They're idiots. Donkey! Yeah, you don't see that on Hell's Kitchen as the 17-year-old's going, You are all over me, bro! <laughs> you have killed 12 people with raw turkey! <laughs> Turkey's good, ass Brady. Brady's an idiot! Get off my ass! <laughs> get off my back, brah! Seventeen. My friend's seventeen-year-old kid. He's normal now, but from fifteen to eighteen, alien, alien human being. No, you're dealing with it right now. Oh yeah. No concept of how humanity works. The last thing I Zero. want him to do is make fish, turkey, or chicken. Yo, Alex, you're in charge of the turkey this year. Oh God. Can you imagine? <laughs> we'll we'll be down the street be? at Lisa's sister's house. You go ahead. How bad? Her. Do it. Do it and bring it to Brady. Brady. Alex is going to cook your Thanksgiving, and you can't be in the kitchen at all. Tell and when it's what. done, you just yeah, eat it. Couldn't do you it. You couldn't, couldn't because why? Yeah. He's not a Mormon boy. You yeah. have to deal with later. Yeah, he's That's with a us big next point. week. That's tell you what, point. when he comes back on Sunday, I'll I'll tell him that. Yeah, you cook him Brady's we'll entire Thanksgiving goes. spread. Monday morning when we start plating, I'll tell you how his response. Suddenly, was this cooking. accommodating face of like, come on, uh, go ahead, let Alex make your entire Thanksgiving spread. That face right now, I might as well just Actually, say, cut your dick off. Not even the entire thing. <laughs> name name a dish, and I'll have him make yeah. it. You don't a, want him to cook the one. turkey? Have him do the jello with the bananas. It's going to have... got it um, this year. Uh, it's taken care of. I don't yep. care. Have him yeah. add to it. But I could have him make a dish. There you go. Come Maybe up with I'll... something. I'll, I'll, don't I'll, help I would him. love to see his face. 
Have him do Jello he, and banana. He'll forget. <laughs> what? He, oh, was that this morning? Well, hold on. Three days. Why would he forget? And Pit Turkey Mormon won't forget. Oh, they did forget to finish. That's right. <laughs> they did. Oh. I, I'm sorry, Brady's right. They all forget one crucial element: cooking it. <laughs> once. Right. Hey, guess what? The space shuttle Challenger was pretty kick-ass, except for once. The one part. Brett, what's wrong with them? Why am I the only one? I feel like I, I, I know where homework's coming from. Being the voice of reason is hard. Those kids are cool. No, they're not. No 17-year-old should be allowed to cook me dinner, ever. Kennedy loved driving around in a convertible yeah. once. There is nothing the better than time. a uh, November day in <laughs> Dallas. That is for sure. This is my 12th... <laughs> Once. <laughs> I have a little scratch in my throat. Oh, geez, there's a hole there. <laughs> once. It only happened once. Oh, only tried to murder me once. Kennedy probably did some pit turkeys younger. And that person was pissed off right. eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it would breed that. Didn't like my pit turkey, eh, huh? All right, then, Mr. Kennedy. But bottom line is these flyers that are going out, and I thank Rochelle for bringing it to my attention. The people of Seville unite that against it. That being said, it. is she in? Is Hell she in? no. She's normal. I know, Rochelle. <laughs> She's nice. She's a normal lady. 17-year-olds offering to cook you dinner. That is a zero-sum win for no one wins there. <laughs> You'd never do it. Just And it's weird that you trusted them so much to do it in a weird way. Like if they knocked on your door in June, I want to make you dinner. <laughs> no. <laughs> You would even be like, I don't think that's a good idea at all. Why not? I'm good at stuff. Come on, bro. Bruh. Why are you stepping on my dreams, bro? Thank you, Rochelle. I'm sorry. We got all the way through that. Brought this goddamn pit turkey thing that he defends, and I'm just trying to help. Uh, What do you want to hear, Brett? Uh, Well, we got tons of stuff up there. Fear Factory, Volbeat. What's that? (laughs) Just another victim by Helmet and House of Pain. That would be be fitting, actually, after this conversation. (laughs) There it is. That's your wake-up song. Just another victim. I'm not feeling so good. You're not going to make it, Mr. Bogan. <laughs> copious amounts of salmonella turkey. And- yeah, but the kids tried, and I think that's... Jack dogs! I should have never done this. But just out of your stubborn nature, you'd never say, John was right. <laughs> no. You, yeah, you'd lay John, in your ho- you're right. You would lay in your hospital bed. I don't know. Those kids, it was good three other times. They're cutting your arms off. You know that, right? Like the blood flows over. That <laughs> yeah, was bound to happen. Okay. You're just impossible to deal with. It wasn't because of the kids. They gave it their all. Thumper and Jeffy. It was a fun learning experience. Shrub Bunny and all the kids. <laughs> now I know, and so do they. I hope they learn to keep it in the dirt for another hour. What is wrong with everyone? Where's Dirty Dining Guy on Channel 3 for this one? Some 17-year-olds digging holes, putting perfectly good turkeys in the ground, acting like they're doing a favor to the neighborhood. Terrible idea. Just terrible. In fact, if you see a 17-year-old digging a hole on county property, get the shovel from him and finish him. <laughs> Take him down. What are you doing? You're ter- this, is, you're built, this is a mass grave you're digging. You have it as for turkeys. But eventually, we're going to have to put the bodies those turkeys went into in these holes. Jackasses. Didn't you hear the Call of Duty 3 is out? Go home. <laughs> anyway, just another victim. We'll do it. Helmet and House of Pain. Breaking this one off for you pit turkey idiots. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD.